Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, and welcome to Lucy's Week in Ambridge. We began the week, and indeed ended it, with the troublesome Aldridges. Self-awareness isn't a thing the Aldridges are very aware of, really, is it? A more delusional, self-congratulatory bunch I have yet to hear. With the exception of lovely Debbie, hurrah, who was promoted from funny Skype noise dialing into yet another family meeting to proper speaking person in the bath. Brian was left with little Xander. He seemed delighted with him, probably as it's the only child in Ambridge who Brian is absolutely sure he hasn't fathered. He'd stayed overnight with Brian and Jenny. Xander had been restless and Brian said laughingly that Jenny had woken him up every time she got back into bed. Here's the thing, Brian, why don't you get up instead? Then over to Adam, who you will be utterly staggered to hear was not having a good day. You can't mess around with cherries, said Adam, and I should know, I've tried. He then had a brief moan that the local people were not as reliable as the Eastern European pickers. Well, you voted for Brexit, Adam. What did you think would happen? Rosy-cheeked English peasantry holding trunks, touching their forelocks and shifting reverently at the entrance to the polytunnel, weeping with gratitude at the opportunity to earn minimum wage, breaking their back so you can buy more junior Burberry for your infant son. Quick hop across the channel to Debbie, who was getting shouted at by a neo-Nazi grocer in Hungary. God, I never thought I'd read that sentence. She was shouting, Nem, back at the shop lady. And I looked up what that meant in Hungarian, and it's no. And according to word hippo, it also means sex. So either Debbie was defending herself against being a COVID-bringing no-good foreigner, or she was asking for services possibly not offered in a small village shop by a raging fascist, or she was actually saying no sex, which could also explain why she sounded a bit grumpy. I got a bit muddled about who Roger was, never mind Elaine, but once I figured it all out, I suspect Roger is going to be chucked on the funeral pyre of coronavirus casualties in order to prove that coronavirus was a real thing without them actually getting rid of any characters that matter. The weird thing about hearing Adam do a bit of musing and soliloquising is that it made me realise he actually does nothing but. Oh, why is everything so difficult? I'm supposed to care about my father and I don't want to. Oh, I've just remembered I've got a baby. Brilliant. Bingo. That's me out of family obligations then. Meanwhile, Brian was giving poor Xander the benefit of his startling experience. Don't be a heel, he said, which is rich, coming from the most notable heel since Achilles. See what I mean about that self-awareness thing? Poor Xander sat blinking at Brian as he informed him that Daddy Adam was making a right lash up of the picking. I don't know why he doesn't talk to me about it. My shoulders are broad, he told Xander, and my arse is still marvellous. He scoffed at the idea that Adam should expect him to drop everything and take a day off. Take a day off what, Brian? Driving down the middle of the road in your Range Rover really slowly while trying to peer over fences to see how other people's crops are doing and hoping they're worse than yours. Interrupting your busy schedule of eating cake and choosing wine. Like father, like daughter. Over to Alice, who was working away busily for Price Bauman. 
ringing her brother to demand he gave her some cherries to make cherry brandy and harassing the odd bin's courier who she has on speed dial. She's always got an excuse for being stressed and therefore pissed. And today's is that Aaron was promoted and she wasn't. What's she got that I haven't? She asked rhetorically. A healthy relationship with alcohol, we all shouted back unrhetorically. Lovely, thicky Chris Carter remains entirely oblivious to the seething mess his wife is in and was trundling about the village thinking about metal trees he could make for babies. That is stupid. Giving a metal tree to a baby is a very bad idea and they'll have their eye out. If the parents or grandparents are that obsessed with commemorating the baby with a tree, why don't, you know, plant an actual tree? Not some half-assed rusty stick knocked up by a dim-witted blacksmith. Talking about getting knocked up by a dim-witted blacksmith, Thicky Chris immediately saw in Alice's insane decision to quit her job in the middle of a pandemic and a chronic recession an opportunity to have a baby. Mind you, Chris sees Alice sneezing as an opportunity to have a baby. Debbie is the only one who realises that Alice might have a bit of a problem and she identified this as she sat in her bath with a glass of wine, that Alice keeps things bottled up. No, it's the exact opposite, Debbie. The Aldridges really ought to be renamed the Enablers. Debbie says comfortably, Well, we've always enjoyed a drink. Brian's never happier than when he's wafting a cut glass tumbler of something hugely expensive about. Chris said, Well, we all like a drink, don't we? And Kate will even drink wine that's not vegan. <gasps> Adam has always crawled through his terrible days in order to reach the glass of wine at the end of them, which he enjoys in the hot tub, bobbing about like a little frankfurter in lukewarm water. He was greatly in need of booze after his day with Xander when Ian instructed him to make a rain stick with him, a sensory tunnel and a treasure basket. It was letting play it was letting people play with his sensory tunnel and his treasure basket that got Adam into trouble last time, Ian. Don't remind him, you fool. Anyway, why can't babies just hit themselves in the face with wooden spoons like they used to when I was little? And we ended the week with Brian again, the old silverback in a tattersall shirt, musing on his confusing family. Not blended so much as macerated. But somehow it works, he said. Tell you what, Brian, there's another family in the village, a bit like yours. Confusion over paternity, long-suffering wife and matriarch, fly-by-night father, substance abuse issues, grumpy older son, had to give up their ancestral home because of financial constraints. You might have heard of them. The Grundies, they're called. That family works, as you put it, too. Difference is, it's because they actually love each other, not just because then how terrified the great money tap might be turned off. Stop congratulating yourself about how wonderful you are. Get up, see to the baby, and make Jenny a cup of tea while you're at it. The end. (laughs) 